not only can they watch online, not only can they be a part of our small group, they can literally, they can give their tithe to our church if they, if they feel like they're a part of it. And that's, I think what the online pastor's job is to, to let people that don't get an opportunity to get to church, feel like they can be a part of something bigger than themselves. Well, welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. My name hey. is Aaron, and I am joined today by my new friend, very new friend, and we have been talking for 40 minutes before we hit record, uh, my new friend, Ron Starling from Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ron does all things creative for Transformation Church and uh, stuff for Pastor Mike Todd, also stuff for the church, building teams, Ron I'm blown away by all the things that you've done in your short years of life. Uh, Just really inspired by our conversation. And I can't wait to introduce you to all the people listening to this podcast. Welcome. Wow. Wow. I'm so excited to be here. This is, it's just an honor, but it's so funny that we talked for literally 40 minutes before you even, that is just insane. I know. I know. And it's felt like we've known each other uh, in a previous life. Uh, I keep telling Ron that I need to do a better job of hitting record earlier so that uh, some of that content can come out. But uh, just the importance of getting to know people, getting to know what they're passionate about. And I'm always blown away by how God is moving in people's lives, all in different scenarios all around the world and all for the uh, betterment of the kingdom. And, uh, Today, I, actually, I just love being a host of this podcast just for that reason. It gives me a great excuse. Hey, do you want to record a podcast? But really, I want to talk to you for 40 minutes before we hit record. Um, yeah, but exactly. Ron, yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself uh, to most people are probably familiar with Transformation Church. They might even be familiar with Mike Todd. Uh, but I'd be curious uh, for them to know you, how you fit into that equation and maybe some of the things you do. Let's do it. So um, my name is Ron and uh, let's see, I was born in New York City and um, somehow I managed to move all the way to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. Um, and I, I get to be a part of this insane community that uh, just so focuses on representing God to the lost and found. And, and it, it truly does transform you. There's so many little things about what happens at TC that like have just shaped who I am in the short time that I've been here, but I get to make, like when I say make content, I mean every aspect of it, literally. Like if I'm making a graphic or a motion graphic or video um, or taking photos um, or even just thinking of creative ideas to, to implement and being a part of that process, I'm not saying it's all me by any means. We definitely yes. have a really strong, beautiful team of incredibly creative minds, um, but it's just, it's so, it's so fun. Um, but it all started with, it's all, it's one, it started with a dream. Yes. It started with um, just, I, I said this yesterday, I was um, just with my friends. I'm walking out right now, things that I said when I was 17, 18, 19. Wow. It's, it, it was prayers. It was, it was hard work. It was being the first person there and the last person to leave. It was learning things that I had no idea why I was learning it. Yep. It was cry. It was just hard conversations with my parents. Why are you doing this? How come you're not home? How come you're always doing this? And I'm like, yep. dad, I don't know, but it's, it's worth it. Like I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my spirit. This is unto something. And now 
five, six, seven years later, I'll talk to my dad and he's like, I'm just so proud of you. I remember, I remember when you were paying for school by yourself. I remember when you didn't know what, what, like, if you were going to get a job at that church. And I remember when it was super confusing. I remember when you went to that church or I remember when that, those people like just did you dirty and it's like, yep. it's worth it. It's so totally. worth it, but I get to be here and it's, it's so cool. That's right. Yeah. So uh, let everybody know how long you've been at Transformation Church. And what, one of the funny things that I'm learning, Ron, as I'm having these conversations, oftentimes it's really hard for me to uh, just through talking like you do social media. Uh, you also are a video editor. You do those things. I'm having a harder and harder time in the church, especially with what COVID has done. What are people's job titles anymore? It seems like everybody oh does goodness. multiple things. And it seems like oh my you goodness. can even be doing the same thing at two different churches, but they call it two different things. So we call it also, two completely different things. You're, you're not this, you're much more than the social media. Why don't you let uh, them know how long you've been there as well as uh-huh. what exactly you're called? <laughs> My goodness, um, we're still figuring that out. But I've been yeah. I've been at TC to this day exactly eleven months, um, and my job title uh, I don't even know. Is it content creator? Is it content strategist? Is it, it you know? Do I so, just am I just so a they don't guy? so you don't know that you're just no. Ron Ron go create that. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I'll get a text from Pastor Mike, and he's like, "Hey man, can you make this?" and Either I'll make it or I'll have someone on my team make it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It'll be I a do. collaboration or I would hire someone else to do it. Right. It's just, I'll, I'm just, I just, wow. I don't even, I'm just a branch. We were talking about this uh, in a staff meeting. Uh-huh. We we're saying um, John 15, um, uh, I'm, the, I'm the vine, I'm the true vine and you're the branch. Yes. And that whole scripture, there's just so much to unpack there. But at the end of the day, I have to understand that I'm, the, I'm just a branch. And I get to do some pretty cool things and I get to make things that like literally hundreds of thousands of people get to see, yep. which still blows my mind totally. to this day. But um, at the end of the day, I so have to take the seat and understand that I'm just a branch. But that's right. That's my title. I'm a branch. Okay. There you go. You're, you're the branch, uh, which happens to oversee and be the point person for all of Pastor Mike Todd's social media, as well as, is it fair to say all of Transformation Church's uh not all of it. maybe okay. i would say like a maybe a fourth of it a fourth um, okay yeah so you're split yeah. between those two things and we spent a lot of time talking about team but i would love ron for you to explain to all of our listeners anytime we get a creator on specifically creative for church accounts and in this yeah. case it seems like it's increasing but uh on the rare occurrences we're actually creating content for the lead pastor uh, yeah. Why is it important that we post things on social media? Why are we doing ministry on social media See, at all? This is such a good question. Um, first of all, like just think of this a couple of years ago. If you asked me this question, why is it so important to put things on social media four years ago, 2017? Yep. Um, it didn't seem valuable. I remember um, talking to one of my leaders a long time ago. And I was like, I'm gr- like, we're growing on social media. Um, there are people from all over the world looking at what it is that we're doing. And he looked at me and he said, they're never going to come to our church. Why is that important? And I was like, I, yeah, I think you missed it. You just missed it. Like just because someone is in the church leader um, that is, is thinking about this, how can they actually literally contribute to our church? Not only can they watch online, not only can they be a part of our small group, they can literally, they can give their tithe to our church if they, if they feel 
like they're a part of it. And yeah. that's, I think, what the online pastor's job is to, to let people that don't get an opportunity to get to church feel like they can be a part of something bigger than themselves. But I remember saying, having that conversation in 2017 and looking at it right now where we're dead smack in the middle of a pandemic that we yep. don't have any inclination of when it's actually going to end. Um, everything now is online. Yes. If we, every single thing. And how can I, the same way that I, I want someone in the congregation to, to feel validated by God, to hear the word of God, to understand that they're called, to, to know that they're loved, to, to, to extend grace, to talk about forgiveness. Every single aspect of church that, that grows a person should be online. Yeah. That's why we make so many um, sermon recaps. I, the goal is to make seven to 10. Um, we're currently making five, I think is the, the number that we're at. But like, how much can of this of what happened on Sunday can I get in someone's face? Because they might not make it. They might not click that YouTube right. link. They may not. Um, th honestly, I want someone that doesn't love God to see it. How can I get someone that doesn't love God to 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 have that be on the forefront of their explore yes. page? How can I get that on their for you page? How can I get someone on Facebook to share it so that they can that someone that does not know God can experience who God is through a lens through a camera screen because there's no limit to what God can do or where God can be. So like, I want people to feel inspired. I want people like the whole goal of putting everything on social is literally so that people can feel God's presence. It's not because right. we want to get famous. It's not because yes. it's, we're trying to show that like we have a great, someone is a great preacher or like some, that what happened at church was super cool. Those are theatrics. That's, that's like an afterthought. But my first thought is there's someone that needs that. There's one person yes. that needs that. And like, right. it's just so, I think that's so important. And um, as soon as I got to TC, I, I got to a place where my pastor believed that. He's like, yo, everything that I do is for that one person online. And I'm like, we don't even, we're not even in a pandemic yet. And he right. was already thinking that way. Yes. And look at what God has done uh, in blessing Transformation Church because of that mentality, because of the things, the rhythms that were stored up, the prayers that were stored up. Now in a season, you guys knew exactly what to do because it was basically yeah. continuing to do what you've been doing with the same mentality. This uh, whole time. Totally. This whole time. And I, uh, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that now we're in 2021. Uh, we this podcast should no longer be about convincing you as a listener that social media is worth it and that you should be putting um, your ministry on there. But I do want to drill down on if you're buying into the goal that there are churches out there that aren't interested in growing their fame and their kingdom or pastors, not just churches, but even pastors that aren't interested in growing their brand, their fame, uh, but they're actually doing it because like Pastor Mike Todd believes you, somebody needs to hear this message that God spoke through me. Um, if you've come to that assumption, I'm curious when you're thinking about there's so many things that you said, Ron, when you're thinking about the strategy behind, and I just want to drill mm -hmm. down here for a second. I know there's more things we want to talk about, but when you're thinking about that strategy, you, you talked about, I want it to get on their for you page, uh, get in their algorithm, get in front of their faces. What are some of those things that you are thinking of? Cause I know that there's churches that aren't, they but they might not even know someone listening to this might not even know what, um, creating a sermon snippet or a sermon recap or any, I think you rephrase it as a sermon recap, what that is. And you're creating seven to 10 of those things. 
Uh, let's talk about some practical strategy for a second. Uh, maybe uh-huh. how long are those? What what do they look like? Like, what are you trying to encapsulate in yeah. one of those recaps? And then what is your goal with all of the content you're putting out during the week uh, to help disciple people and help get that message in front of their face? That's so such a beautiful way of putting it, how to help disciple people. Yeah. Like the Great Commission is to go out into the world and make disciples. And no one said that it had to be, you don't have to be in their face. Right. Like if I can go out and make disciples from the comfort of my phone and still be at home, like with your wife, with your kids and still yep. take care of everything you need to take. That is incredible. God has literally made a way for you. So we, like we're in 2021, yes. I shouldn't be convincing you that everything you need to do, everything you, you're doing needs to be on social media. But um, the strategy behind that is when I'm listening to a message, I'm really just listening for how many points um, I can pull from it. Like, oh, that's a recap or, oh, that's a that's an IGTV uh, video. That's a reel that can go on TikTok. This all this needs to be on Facebook and so on and so forth. Um, And I think it's um, understanding what each platform needs. I think there is. Oh, my gosh. They're all machines. Literally, they're all machines and they all have uh, something that just makes it happy, like. I'm not going to put coffee beans in um, a juicer like that. It's just not going to work. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? But for the specific machine, so like on a, in a coffee grinder, I'm going to put that in there and it's going to, I'm going to get the best output from that. I'm going to put carrots in a juicer so that I can get the best output from that. So um, each social media platform has their own version uh, of such. So Facebook loves long form videos. Absolutely loves it. Now let's let's drill down because YouTube still exists, obviously, and YouTube is the longest form, right? So so when you're talking about long form, even as you were talking, I was like, I need an opportunity to ask this question because guys, as you're listening to this, I am learning. Like we love bringing people on uh, that are just, nobody has this figured out. Uh, So what is, when you were breaking down like long form on Facebook and you were talking about, because now things like obviously TikTok reels, very short form, 15 second is the norm. Yes. Right? 15 second is the norm. That's a normal length piece of content. Uh, so when you're saying long form content, because this is very mm-hmm. new in 2021 and ever changing, what is long form Facebook content? Um, long form, uh, technically long form Facebook content is anything over three minutes because <sighs> our our attention span is just so tiny. But um, anything over three minutes okay. is technically long form specifically for Facebook. If you're putting something on Facebook and your video is 15 minutes long, it's like, that's, that's good because someone's going to stay there. Um, I probably wouldn't go more than 30 minutes on Facebook. Um, but if I'm going to, if I'm, if I'm in a 20 minute, 30 minute range, it's time to go to YouTube. Um, if you're making a short film, it like, if that's, if you're posting a full sermon, just put it on your YouTube because there, there you can access. it's made for that. I can get subscribers. I can get people notified. Um, there's a comment section. I can go live, but yes. like YouTube is, is king, honestly. Like if yes. I can say that YouTube is the most superior app. Why? Because you can actually make money from it without having to ask people for money from it. Totally. Um, you don't have to buy anything. All they have to do is be there that's and it. you technically make money on YouTube. Like, it's a faithful giver. It. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, it's so smart. That's you can right. create a, an entire career from it. So um, literally 
YouTube is the that is the platform. That's essentially where it's it all like stems from. Thinking about a TV show, right? Like a if, TV if show. Like, I'm probably gonna. I'd rather watch this piece of content on my TV. That's YouTube. Uh, whereas Facebook, everything else that you're kind of drilling down on right now is on your phone, and three minutes is an eternity on yes. your phone. Uh, so three minutes is long form Facebook content. So go ahead, continue locking in. Uh, kind of what those different parts of the message might be so that we're not putting coffee beans into a juicer. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so if, you, if anything, you're going to put your entire like sermon on YouTube, right? It lives there. It stays there separated, like get it, get it locked in. You make a playlist, um, title it correctly. How, how can you reverse engineer that? Cause that's everything. Everything long form is made for YouTube. Yep. Then you're going to break it down. I'm going to take that message chop it up into as many pieces as I possibly can for the week. And now you don't have to, you don't have to post another picture. You don't need, you don't need to make a graphic. If you just made videos out of that YouTube video, you should be good. So I'm going to break it down for Facebook. So if there's uh, longer thoughts, um, like explaining the vision um, this weekend, mm. Pastor Mike, he actually gave 11 ways that God is speaking M me. My thought is that is, that's a long Facebook video. That was about five to 10 minutes. And if it goes well on Facebook, I'm probably going to post that on another uh, YouTube platform because YouTube is another search engine. So that's smart. So if, if longer thoughts, you want to put that on Facebook, make it a post that's that's community driven. Ask a question. How does God speak to you? Which one of these 11 ways that God is that we say God is speaking uh, resonates with you the most? And, yes. Or share this with a friend who you were talking about recently that wants to listen to God. You know, like that, that's one of those ways that you can use that. And then let's just say those 11 points. Wow. This is so easy. Those yeah. 11 points, they can, they're probably about a minute or so each. Right. So those can individually be sermon recaps. So now that's something that I can make captions for, or someone else can make captions for, cause it takes forever. forever. Um, uh, and now you've got 11 pieces of content to go on your Instagram, one piece of content to go on your Facebook and you got a, got something on YouTube. And then the little stories that he tells in those 11 pieces can be IG reels, or you can make them TikToks. Um, and, and now you've, and I've only spoken about one aspect of that entire message. There's That's still right. 48 minutes one of that five message. to 10 minute chunk, one five to 10 minute chunk produce content for everything. Uh, but you transform the coffee beans into carrots so that it all, that it all made sense uh, yes. going down the correct funnels. Yes. Um, so I, I want to, I want to lock in here because a lot of people are still trying to figure out TikTok and reels. And even in my head, as much as I know, it's not true, trying to um, understand specifically the content that plays well on TikTok, because obviously it's short form, form, quick hitting, but I have a tough time telling outside of the, the, the very stereotypical stuff that you see on TikTok. When you're thinking about TikTok and reels, how are you taking something from a message that isn't putting coffee beans into a juicer. Cause all I can do, like all I can see when I'm listening to a message is no, nah, that doesn't feel right. I don't know. I can't identify TikTok and reels content yet. Do you want to maybe give some talking points and some pieces to pastors who maybe aren't there, but they, they want to learn and understand what might play well. Um, Cause obviously not every pastor, like there were some pastors that talked in tweets, right? When, when Twitter was mm -hmm. a big thing, they spoke their messages in tweets. They had a couple pithy sentences that were, that hit well, played well on Twitter. 
there's some pastors that probably are naturally gifted at talking in a TikTok reels language. They might not know it uh, and some aren't. And so you don't necessarily need to tune out for this, uh, but I don't think every pastor probably needs to be there, but I, I want to learn and grow in my ability to identify what is TikTok content when they're saying that, oh, that would play well on reels. Do you want to kind of let us know, like, how do you, what are the red flags or what are the things that you identify as, ah, TikTok? Great. That's another good question. So uh, Instagram Reels and Tik, well, let's just start with Instagram Reels because- um, Are they the same, Ron? Are they the same? They're, they're the same, but they're different. They're like, like when you have a word that's spelled the same, but they mean two different things, that's yes. what they are. Interesting. Um, Do you want to so take like 30 seconds to explain that? Because I wouldn't have even identified that. Um, so like- uh like lead and lead that's that's essentially what yes. it's like okay it, like one is currently uh, uh-huh i understood i understood the analogy i'm curious what what are so lead and lead two very different things spelled the same and even uh in sometimes articulated the same as you're saying it what mm-hmm. are but lead and lead are different things what what are those differences with um tiktok, TikTok and reels yeah what, what kind of signifies you. them apart so it's really funny that I ended up saying that word because I feel like yeah. TikTok is leading it or is leading it and Instagram Reels is being led by gotcha. TikTok. Okay. So a lot of people are just going to post their TikTok content on Instagram Reels, which actually is genius. And I've seen so many people grow insurmountably because TikTok, you, the way that that works is you want to post regularly two to three times a day. Wow. Um, but... Um, on IG Reels, they're usually about two to three weeks behind TikTok, just as how Twitter is actually ahead of everyone because it's such a great source for news. But um, right. uh, let's see. So Instagram Reels, since it's not there, the way that that works is that the music isn't as current. Gotcha. Um, it's not it's not invested in as the same. But but Instagram is saying if you use this feature, we will reward you for using yes. it. So I think we posted, uh, Transformation Church posted um, an Instagram reel yesterday, and I think it's at 250,000 views. And I'm like, most things that we post don't get that much. Most things that we post are about 100. So literally, you could say it did 150% better than it would normally if I just posted it on an Instagram. And if I made it a story, it would only get a couple thousand views, but it's like, I would rather post it on, on an IG reel because it's something that I can share my story, which is a whole different thing. Cause you can't share TikTok on TikTok. You just share it to your friends. Right. So, um, the way that Instagram works, it's in that way. So, and what's working on Instagram reels, uh, how do I word that? It's, it just is a little bit behind. So if you see a trend on TikTok, it probably won't catch up until gotcha. a couple of weeks later on, on Instagram reels and on Instagram reels, it doesn't have to be a part of a trend. So like TikTok is really just about trends and IG okay. reels is about essentially making the content. If you can yes. make the content into an, uh, an IG reel, you're winning. It doesn't, it doesn't need a rhyme or reason. You probably don't need hashtags. Um, like if you got worship and there was a beautiful moment in worship, take that 30 seconds because 30 seconds is the max. You can't do anything more than that. Um, and put that on, put it on IG Reel. If if your pastor said something about, um, like very controversial about prayer, right? I would probably put that on a, a on IG Reel. 
Like, um, what's I can't think of one from the week from our sermon this past weekend. But like, there's moments where I'm like, that was quick. It was fast. It made a lot of sense. Um, and if I just put a small track behind it, that is an, an Instagram reel. Then, right. because I need to post so many things on TikTok anyways, I'm going to take that reel, post it on TikTok. Yes. Um, so are you doing something different for TikTok? So you just explained yes. a great articulation for reels. Uh, in, in probably what you're about to talk about is how the co- even the content is subtly different. Um, yes. But the, the idea of quick hitting 30 seconds, oh, that was said really clearly. It was powerful and even somewhat controversial, which is going to stop the scroll, right? Oh, I got to hear what this guy's going to say about prayer. Um, yes. But on Instagram, it's a little bit behind maybe the trends you might be seeing on TikTok, but yes. it's even being interacted with differently. You can share it in a story. You can do a little bit more Instagrammy things with that piece of content. Yes. So now let's go drill down on TikTok where you would say anything you're creating for Instagram reels, just go ahead and throw it on TikTok, but not necessarily everything you're doing on TikTok would you throw on Instagram reels. Right. Is that also um, true? Yes. Okay. Um, or, or at least just wait a little bit, just give it some time. <laughs> save it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just save it, which is hard to do. Sure. But like, so on TikTok, there, there are these things called trends. So there's a song called where's the love. And in the song, it sounds like dun, 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 dun. like it's, it's a thing. So people are doing that. Like when I say a lot, like people, I mean, billions of people are yes. make, making this trend a thing. All you got to do is filter it through your niche. Our niche is Jesus. That's not that hard to do. Right. Like, um, like I, I made this, t- <laughs> I made this TikTok. Let, let um, me, let me overemphasize this. It's uh-huh. Jesus. It's not nece- not necessarily what you talked about from the pulpit or the stage on Sunday. It's not necessarily in brand with what you're focused on in the season that your church is at. It's not necessarily like it's about Jesus. And that, Jesus. I think that nugget right there is what I need to keep reminding myself of because that really opens it up. A lot of times I'm getting stuck like, okay, well, how do we take the con like the content from the stage is the sandbox that I get to play in, which in a lot of cases, that's great because it's going to fulfill the need for Facebook. It's going to fulfill the need for Instagram, for YouTube, for podcasts, for all those things. But when we're talking about some of these other platforms that are a little bit newer, they require a musical background. They require you to write a trend, um, ride a trend, I should say. You should be playing in the Jesus sandbox, yes. which is ultimately what we're all doing on the weekend anyways, right? The reason that we get up on stage, the reason we get in behind a microphone in a pulpit, read out of the Bible is to play in the Jesus sandbox we just dress that a little bit differently so that it makes sense on the weekend right like because we want to make sure that on the weekend we're not putting coffee beans in the juicer right so we have a sermon series we have all of these things ron you're opening pandora's box for me here um (laughs) okay so going to tiktok you guys are focused on playing into Jesus sandbox. So you got to get your mind out of the, maybe the sermon series that you're in or out of the passage of text that you're reading through that weekend. And you got to get into Jesus sandbox. And how can we talk about Jesus using this trend, using this beat, uh, go carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. You, you hit the, you hit like, that was, you hit the nail on the head. Um, so like, it's not exactly like, what you did on the weekend that's going to make that's going to pop unless you're already a big name like craig Rochelle, this man's like he all he needs to do is talk and that's going to do great Uh, he's verified on tiktok like i don't even know how it happened but this man is doing his thing um but like 
my the things that blew up on TikTok for me while I'm because I'm running his Pastor Mike's TikTok account was one thing that he said about relationships, which for some reason the entire Christian world is just fixated on the on like I just want to get married and I'm like yes. y'all need help yes. like just be patient it's gonna be okay your man's is coming your girl is coming yes. but um so relationships is a big thing centered around Jesus um and then taking a trend um and then just just dousing it with with Jesus so um let's see what what can I talk about first I made a video about Jacob working for Rachel and said he got Leah and he was yes. upset, right? Yes. That's that's the Jesus content. I filtered it through a song that was trending and um, it it lo- it blew up. It got, wow. for, for someone that doesn't, I'm not famous on TikTok. I, right. I think I have a couple, couple thousand followers, but that video alone got about 30,000 views and like 10,000 wow. likes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's it. It's Jesus content. There's, and then there's, there's different worlds in TikTok and it's infinite. So there's Christian TikTok. There's, and in our case, specifically to my church is we have Transformation Church TikTok. Um, um, there, there is like Christian comment. Like it's, it's so crazy how many circles there are. And that's just, I'm only talking about Jesus right now. There's relationship TikTok. There's, there's real estate TikTok. There's uh, um, um, stocks. Tic- there, it's just, there's so many different worlds. And that's, that's so why good. they called it for you. Cause you, so you are the one that's in control of what it is that you see all by what you like, all by what you're commenting on, all by what you stay watching. And if you, if you just spend a day um, liking content that you want to see more, then you'll start to understand the worlds of TikTok. So if you just, if you're just listening to the trends and saying, how can I filter this through uh, God? So there's, there's a video right now. Like if you're, if you're just test this right now, Um, there's a sound that's like, yeah, I could take you there. Yeah, that's I don't know how to word it. There's that's just a song, uh-huh. right? And it, you can just you can make a video where you're like, yo, I just wanna I haven't I haven't been to church in a minute. And then like the other side is like, oh, you want to go to church? I could take you there. Yeah. And then the next step is y'all just writing in the Carter Church or watching online. That's something that I know for a fact will do numbers. It just yes. because the song is trending, but you've got about a week and a half before that song is done. So right. like it's, it's just paying attention to how that works. And now what I'm doing right now is I should be taking about an hour today and just listening. Like, and it's cool because I get to just go on TikTok, but yes. really I'm consuming. Okay. How does that work? How can I use this sound? How can I have pastor Mike just say something like, can I listen to something that he says that's related to that? And I can just yes. use that. Or can I text him and say, Hey, can you record this video real quick? Send it to me. I'm gonna chop it up and we'll make it a TikTok. And so on and so forth. So it's really seeing those things, and then it'll work on TikTok if it blows up on TikTok. And it also is a church invitation. Just use that on Friday and Saturday to invite people yes. to church. And now it's I've waited a little bit. I, I've seen what works. I've seen what doesn't work. And it's not like it's going to make or break. The thing is, TikTok is so fast paced. No one's going to know that post that you worked on. So like, so don't make it beautiful. Just post. Right. So that's TikTok is just different in that way because it's trending and Instagram is still this like cure almost, I want to say curated, but not because I do not give a rip about right. my Instagram aesthetic anymore. But um, yes, you, I think you get what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. We all, we all get what you're saying. Uh, Ron, this is, this is so helpful. Um, 
So we just talked about, uh, it's so funny thinking about Facebook as long form content. We talked about long form content, three to 10 to 15 minutes, uh, really concentrated on a longer thought for Facebook and then taking that piece of content and breaking it down into something for Instagram, uh, something for TikTok, something for Reels. You encouraged us, if all you do is make video content that is the play, uh, which obviously takes uh, a little bit more work uh, than just creating a graphic, which is why there are so many graphics uh, created for the church, but we really need to be, if you, let me ask you this uh, question before we transition into how in the world do you make so much content? Because uh, it's not just Ron, uh, as Ron talked about at the beginning of this podcast, um, but how, um, oh, what question was I going to ask? On on the content. How do I make so much content? Yeah, that's what I wanted to go into, but I wanted to ask you one more question before we, we transitioned out of that pertaining to um, the, oh, I was gonna ask you, if a church's account has only videos, no graphics, is that in and of itself a good strategy? 100% videos. I, I almost wanna say yeah. Because, I mean, if two years ago the statistic was 80% of content, all content consumed was video, and it's been two years, I almost want to say, it's a really bold statement, but I almost want to say yes. Try it. Try it. Try it for a week. No one's going to know. Like, they're not going to pay attention. Like, that's the thing. Our minds are on so many different things. Like, no one's, like, no offense to anyone, but no one is thinking about, like, what we are doing like i have to understand that like no one like as as big as we are i have to understand that like at the end of the day like nobody cares like and again it's another harsh thing to say but i have to i have to understand it that way because i one i can't let this get to my head at all yes so like um but someone has a life like i email them or i text them or i show them a post and like they still got their kids to worry about they still got to go get their car fixed they're still that like they're still struggling with their relationship with their mom that like they're like you know what i'm saying like there's yes. so many other things that people have to think about and that's why that i said in the beginning i need to make sure all my content is giving hope to people yes. i don't want to take away from anyone's day if i can add to your day if, if i can like if god can add to your day honestly that's really what it is that is the win because that's it. i'm not going to occupy occupy your entire mind for the entire week So like no one's going to look at your page and be like, you guys don't have any graphics. Like that's not what's going to happen. Right. Totally. Um, And most of the graphics that we make probably comes from something that your pastor said. So why don't you just take what your pastor said and make it a video? Preach. Uh, They (laughs) might not. The the, the number one excuse would be, I don't have time. I can't do it. So Ron, perfect segue into how do you create at Transformation Church and with Pastor Mike's account, how do you create so much content? Uh, it was, vi- I'll leave it at that. How do you create so much content, Ron? Um, this is so important. Um, one, like know that someone has to make this. It's, it's gonna take a lot of their time. It's not like, a, can you just do this really quick? Like people ask me all the time, like, oh, it's just a quick, like making a motion graphic, honey, is gonna take a little bit longer than 30 seconds. Like, I love you. Yes, but like, and I'm also doing other things and I still have to be in other meetings and don't we have this staff meet? and it's like, there's so many things that take up your day, not to mention if I had a family, if I have kids or if you're mentoring people or you have an event, it's like, oh snap, that four hours that I thought I had to make this, 
I don't. And so the real, uh, a real thing is if you're, if you ain't got nobody on your team, you're probably not going to sleep or you have yes. to say no to people. And first of all, we need to learn the art of saying no by saying no to this. It means you're saying yes to other things. That's right. And by doing those other things, once I get it all done, then I can start saying yes, but yes. that's just adulthood. But yes, what you need is a team. Um, yes. And that's not easy to do. I realize. Um, it's not easy to convince people that, hey, we're going to do this. I'm probably not going to pay you, but I love you. Yes. Um, and, and that's hard. And you have to have like a fair trade. Like some people just like have team members and that's just it. Like, oh, the volunteer can do it. Wait, time out, pause. This person is making your whole life easy that you're getting paid for. So you, we got to trade them something like mentor them give them what it is that you know as a, as as a leader as a person i feel like i'm consistently trading the my leadership op, like capacity opportunity and ability wow. for someone's like literally for their content so if you're making me content i'm probably doing life with you if you're if you're making a video with me i'm probably going to be doing like i'm probably going to be getting you food i'm probably going to be getting you coffee and it's not just because you did it it's like because you're in my life now that's right you're literally making my life easier and I'm technically making your life harder. So I'm going to go ahead and make the other aspects of your life easy because that's God has literally given me the ability to have wisdom from him. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, yes, make it a fair trade at least. So um, good. Like, and if, if you're, if you're at a church and um, you're making cool things, there's so at least five to 10 people that I say, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. One, I want to learn it. Two, um, I think that person yes. is incredible. Three, they're watching you. You know, the reason why you're watching this, the reason why you're paying attention to this is because you know that people are paying attention to you. Yes. That's really it. You like utilize, that's called influence, friend. Utilize it the right way and make it in, in, in a way that you make impact on someone's life and trade it to teach them, hey, I'm going to show you how to make this video. I'm going to show you how to take photos. Trust me when I say everyone wants to do that. Every kid right now, every 16 year old right now wants to be a YouTuber. Hey, if I can give you the tools to do this and you love Jesus, let's do that. Like you, that's a fair trade. Like, yeah. cause that's exactly what happened to me. Someone finessed me and said, Hey man, I'm just going to show you how to make these graphics. Next thing you know, it worked for me. And um, this is my job now. Like if they yes. didn't teach me that, if they didn't mentor me, if I didn't get, if I didn't spend that time with Sean Cannell, if I didn't spend that time with, John Mediana, if I never asked Omar El-Tagrori how to do these things yep. and help them, because it really did, it helped them, that's right. I would have never been where I am today. So you, the the revelation that's normal to you, or I'm sorry, what's normal to you is revelation to someone else and it can change, oh, it can alter how that person's future is affected. So um, yes. take the time, that's mentor so someone, good. even if it's right. one person at a time, like, Right now I'm mentoring um, like three people right now and I see them every single day to the point where yeah. one of them lives with me at this, like literally he, he sleeps on my couch. Like, I had to kick him out for the podcast. I was like, Hey bro. Like, and, and it, and it just so happened. He like, yep. he gravitated towards me. I prayed about it and my mind, I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm never going to see this kid again. And I, I saw him, I text him every day. I check up on him all the time. Yeah. I'm, and like, I'm mentoring him in life, but I'm also teaching him skills. Like That's right. I'm teaching him how to make videos. I'm teaching him how to make motion graphics. And for him, I, I'm not exactly 100 on how this is going to benefit his life other than the mentorship part, but like he can make money from this. So, totally. I mean, 
technically it is benefiting his life. That's but it. then like the mentorship got so close and so real that he's like, can I live with you? And I'm like, I'm not doing nothing, man. Like, of course you can. Like, if I'm going to help make your life better. Yes. Yeah. Um, do I wish I had a bigger apartment? Yes. But yeah. that's another story too. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So like, take, take, take those opportunities. Sometimes we get scared. Like I look at leaders, like, uh, I forget who it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Robert Madu or was it, I can't remember, but like, they were like, oh yeah, we had someone like live with us. And I'm like, I want to do that. Like, yeah, I want to be a blessing into someone's life in that way. Okay. And that was my opportunity. I took it. Um, I have another person. She ended up, she was living in North Carolina. And then third mm-hmm. one, he was living in Virginia. They were a part of our online team. And yes. I just got so close with them. And they were like, we want to move to Tulsa. I was like, bet, move to Tulsa. And now Dang. one of them lives in my apartment building. And the other one lives 10, 15 minutes away. Again, we see each other every single day. That's amazing. And I'm showing them how to make, mo- like how to do motion, how to take photos better, how to be a better leader. And, and that's my trade for them as they help me do this. And yes. like, essentially I have three assistants now that I'm mentoring. And totally. the thing is, if I'm teaching them leadership capacity, they can lead teams. So all the teams that I have at church, they could be the leaders of, and now I've expanded myself Correct. in a whole different way. So now I've gone from one to three to 10. And like, and now I don't even have to be in the everyday of the 10 because I'm teaching one person how to lead that's those it. people. So that's it. expand yourself, make if, and if you're struggling with that, make a small group. We call them B groups here. I know I'm talking, I'm saying a lot, but like- Oh no, I'm preach. So, Look out so for Rochelle. This turned this. out into a, into a leadership topic into a leadership <laughs> podcast real quick. Look out for Rochelle. Oh Rochelle. man. <laughs> um, and, and that's honestly where I learned it from. Um, that's it. Like just listening to leadership talks. Um, Brian Houston has a leadership talk yep. he talks on all the time. Craig yep. Rochelle is a machine. Um, Chad Beach has so many leadership talks your pastor is saying leader, you like take the yep. things that you're learning in your staff meetings. Every time you have an opportunity right. to learn from your pastor, yeah, that's free game. You didn't have to work for that. You have to toil for that. You don't have to study yep. for it. Go ahead. Tell other people. Cause it's not just for you. And yep. like, that's how you do it. Make a B group, right. make a small group, invest in them and let that's them right. know from the first day you you're, if you're in this, you're a leader. And now that's you've right. set the expectation. And so the next small group season, they're probably going to be leading people because that's you right. set the expectation. And now you go from one to seven. And let's just say all seven of those people, or that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, three of those people get team, get groups of themselves and they have seven people. Now that's you right. just expanded. That's seven, 14, 21, 20. You, you're now, you went from one to 30. And if all 30 people worked one hour a yep. day, that's 30 hours in one day incredible. That's right. Absolutely. And that brings it full circle uh, from what we started with. The reason that we are putting our ministry on social media is because there's people that need to hear. (laughs) I I, I I want to get on TC stage and preach because there's people that are just, uh, you stand up. I love, I love. (laughs) I didn't even think about that, man. You just brought it full circle. The whole point is to disciple people. That's what it is. That's what it is, because there's something that somebody needs to hear that's that's free to them, which social media gives us that vehicle to do that. That's free to them. That's going to benefit them. And then and then there's the trickle down from that. Uh, That's why we do ministry online for the same reasons that we are pouring into our volunteers through because it's a transaction uh, and there and there's stuff that people need to hear. uh, And social media gives us the very best way to broadcast that with very little effort on our end. We let the, we let Facebook do the heavy lifting. We let YouTube do the heavy lifting. Um, 
to get Jesus out because people got to hear it so that they can share it. Hear it. That's right. How would, how would Ron and I be able to invest in our volunteers if you as a leader, as a preacher, are not sharing the things that we need? Uh, it's why Craig Rochelle has you. a free podcast. It's why Chad Beach, uh, Robert Madu, all these people that you talked about have free resources for people and they're willing to record their content because it's not just for you. It's not just for your congregation. It's not just for your wife. It's not just for your family. It's not just for your husband. Uh, it is for all of us. Uh, God put us. that in you and social media gives us the avenue to put that out uh, with no to, expectation. To go out into the world. That's it. Yep. Ron, I just wow. feel like that's how we have to end it until I bring you on again. That uh, was so good. It. That went, that was full circle. Hey, you led us there, bro. You led us. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm so excited, Ron. I'm excited uh, selfishly for the friendship that was created on this Zoom call. Yes. Uh, and for all of our listeners, just getting really great content. And if you're listening to this and there's somebody that needs to hear the circle, the track lap that we just made, uh, Go ahead and share it with them. Take this link wherever you're listening to podcasts. Share this via text. Make a TikTok. Do uh, yeah. try something out. You can uh, share some of these messages with people. Uh, all of the notes on how to connect with John are in. Or okay, I got to tell you guys this. This is super. This is super uh, yes. transparent for me. Yes. Ron has the coolest spelling of his name. R O H N. It's the Ron like John. And so I've been thinking about that in my head this whole time, especially because I've seen it on there. So I just called Ron John. Very, very vulnerable time in our friendship right now. Early stages. I can't be making mistakes like that. Um, No, you're good. But any way that you want to connect with Ron, the coolest Ron you know, uh, it's all in the show notes of this episode. I would love for you guys to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts that will help us amplify all of these great conversations to all the people that need to hear it. Uh, and until next time, uh, and there will be a next time with Ron. Uh, Ron, Can't you want to say bye to everybody? Hey, I'm so glad that you watched. I really just want you to take it all to heart. Understand this. I think this could be something that could change not only your life, but the people in your life. And uh, Pastor Charles says this all the time. Yes. The more I make it, uh, the more that I downplay my calling, uh, the more I will make an excuse. Uh, I don't want to butcher it. He says it so well. In short, I'm sorry. Don't downplay your calling. Yes. Because if you do, you'll make an excuse not to live up for it, not live up to it. And there's so many people attached to what it is that you are called to do. That's right. You are made to do. Um, So invest, take the time, actually commit to these things. And I really do think that this will not only change your life, but other people's lives. That's right. That's it, Ron. I, 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 this is going to be some bonus content uh, because I didn't ask you one question that I think is vitally important for the leaders who are entering into digital space. If God has given us the calling to lead digitally, we also have to pour into the leaders so that it's sustainable. The Netflix documentary came out, Social Dilemma. People were scared. Mm. I just need to get rid of this because I can't even touch it, you know, uh, and I don't agree with that. And this podcast doesn't agree with that. Um, but you do need to be aware of it. So Ron, can you let our listeners know what is one thing that you do digitally uh, as like a guard, uh, guardrail is the wrong word, as like a sustainability piece? So how do you turn it off? Maybe what's one tip that you do to keep tech and social media at arm's length because you're in it so much? How do you keep yourself healthy, spiritually healthy? What's one tip that you can leave our listeners as we lead them and encourage them to go onto social media, how they can do it in a sustainable, healthy way? That's wow. That's really beautiful. 
Well, you um, think about that because I sprung it on you for no. some of the things that we've talked about. One of the things that I do, like limiting notifications is a big one that people talk about. Maybe there's yeah. like a Sabbath rhythm where you just aren't on social media or you're not around your phone for the day. Uh, just little nuggets like that. What's one thing that Ron does to keep himself healthy? Um, it started in, I think it was 2018. Um, I started to feel insecure about what it was that I was posting and you know, other people are posting. And I, I just realized that I was comparing. Um, and I had to, I actually had to buck, like buckle down, triple down and deal with that. I had to deal with my insecurities instead of being upset that someone else did something that was bigger than me or uh, making, taking a photo that was better than mine or making a video that was greater than mine. I started to celebrate them. Mm. Like instead of taking it to heart and being jealous, I had to deal with that. Um, and it, that's, I feel like that's normal for any 21 year old to do. Yes. Like you're, you just want to be the best at what it is that you do. But the thing is, we're not, I'm not, yes. you're not. Um, so instead of like t taking that and having it fight against you, use that same energy and celebrate someone genuinely, because that's how the kingdom works. Um, yes. the, the, the way that we win is literally by building other people. And if you want a cheat code to that, like the, your cheat code to life is build other people. Um, and then, the turn i just i turned off my notifications i don't get a notification from instagram i don't get any notifications from twitter facebook TikTok. i have to open it and um and look into it um because if i did i would be a slave to my phone totally. and i just i just can't so um and we take i would say we take sabbath really seriously like yes um yeah uh and then i know you said one thing but i said a lot of things there those are all good. I, I just really felt convicted after watching that where I, I realized there was something that I was aware of that other people hadn't thought about. And I'm like, I'm, I, I was surprised watching that, that other people hadn't thought about uh, that. And so I'm like, wow, we lead a, we lead. I still think social media is the right play. I still think there needs to be Christians there. There needs to be pastors there. We need to lead yes. people there because who yes. else is going to lead them? Exactly. Um, so I really wanted to, that, that's why it was important. Even though it feels like we had a perfect ending, uh, it's so important to me that we talk about this and that I ask the guests that we have on here, how if we are going to be leading a group of pastors to do ministry on social media, we must lead them in a way uh, that is sustainable and healthy so that we don't see at worst moral failure or at uh, in a microcosm or a small on the small scale, uh, something like, I just don't want to do it anymore because I'm tired of the political stuff or whatever it is. We need to be here guys. And we have uh, a message that needs to be conveyed on social media. Yeah. Um, Jesus, the gospel must be used on social media because there's people that are stuck, are hurting, are broken, uh, that have not had their lives transformed yet that need to hear that message and they are on social media. And so therefore we are on social media. So thank you for sharing that, Ron. That I think is the most important part of the podcast. Uh, how do we do ministry on here sustainably? So uh, thank you for sharing that nugget. Encouragement. That's actually my word for the year. I uh, pick a word each year. Wow. Encouragement is my word for the year. And yeah, that is the, that's the shift. When we celebrate others, when we realize that we need all the churches on social media and not just our church, that we're not competing. We're actually yep. trying to cover and infiltrate a digital landscape that is far bigger than what any one church can do. Uh, that's it. So you got me fired up now, Ron. Yes. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys are encouraged. Thank you so much for listening again. Share this with a friend. And until next time, my name is Aaron. I was joined by Ron today. And this is the Social Media Church Podcast.